This is episode 35 of the Quarterback Carousel. Good afternoon and welcome to Flying in Sports. Where we fly around nationwide talking about what's going on in the sports world. We're your hosts, Joey Palizzi. And Costas Cucunaras. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Flying in Sports underscore podcast. Welcome to our 35th episode. And in this episode, we analyze the Matthew Stafford as well as the other quarterbacks on the move this offseason. Who won the Rams and Lions trade? Who are potential suitors for Deshaun Watson? And what are our predictions for Super Bowl 55? All this and a whole lot more on this week's episode. All right, Costas, you ready? Let's do it. All right, so over the weekend, news broke out of a huge blockbuster trade, the first one of the NFL season. The Rams are trading for Matthew Stafford. The full details of their trade are the Rams are sending the 2020, 2021 third-round pick, 2022 first-round pick, 2023 first-round pick as well, and Jared Goff just for Matthew Stafford. Before we dig into this, who do you think won this trade, Rams or the Lions? Well, Detroit definitely won this trade. I mean, they're getting a QB that's been around a winning culture, and uh, they're getting a bunch of picks to rebuild. So I think that the Lions definitely took this one by a long shot. It's tough. I think right now it's hard to say who exactly won this trade because the Rams, the only thing that was holding them back, I believe, is that quarterback position. They're set on offense. They got the offensive line is pretty solid. They got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. They got Cam Akers, solid offense. Jared Goff, a little inconsistent this year. On the defense, you know what they do on defense. Great. Do you think that the Lions or do you think that the Rams gave up too much for a 32-year-old quarterback, Matthew Stafford? I do think so, and I think that, I mean, if they don't win the Super Bowl in the next two seasons, I think this was a, a very bad trade. 100%. They need to win within the next two years, maybe three years. It depends on what the future of Matthew Stafford is in L.A., because Stafford's contract is up after two seasons. So we'll see what happens there. But you're given two first-round picks and a young quarterback. Don't forget, Jared Goff is a young quarterback. He's only 26 years old. So you're giving up two first-round picks, Jared Goff, and a third-round pick just for a 32-year-old quarterback. It seems like the Rams believe that Matthew Stafford is their answer and that he'll be able to lead them to the promised land and win Super Bowl 56, 57, or 58, one of these next three years. But now let's dig into it a little little deeper. You know, Matthew Stafford, he has only one Pro Bowl, and he's 0-3 in playoff games. As for Jared Goff, he's been the two Pro Bowls in his short career, and he's 2-3 in playoff games. Is Matthew Stafford really that much better than Jared Goff? Well, I think just the big difference is that, uh, you know, experience. I mean, Matthew Stafford has been in the league for a lot longer than uh, Jared Goff. But Jared Goff's got experience in the playoffs. So I think that trades off. Um, Obviously, you know, Jared Goff, you know, has, you know, been drafted. He had his ups and downs, came back, you know, did very good for the Rams and did what they needed him to do. And Matthew Stafford has also improved as his career has gone by. I mean, maybe this is the key for him, maybe just being in a already winning culture. But, um, man, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Matthew Stafford this season. Yeah, and if you think about it, Stafford has never been around a winning culture. They've been to the postseason three times with him. They lost all three times. But that defense, I think, is really what holding Stafford back. Stafford can perform. We know this. And I'm a guy who likes Stafford. I drafted him in fantasy. And I, I do like Stafford. I think he's a good quarterback. Now he has the weapons there on the offense, just like he did you know, with Detroit. He had Swift this year. He had Galladay. But now he has that defense. And if the, if the Rams this season cannot score, they got Stafford. You no, know, they got Stafford in that defense. That defense can really step up. And I think the reason why the 
bet so much on Stafford giving up two first-round picks and Goff is because they realized that Stafford is the, what they needed and could get them over the hump. You know, I think also the Rams felt pressure from – or the Lions felt pressure from – or no, the Rams felt pressure from the 49ers because the 49ers, they wanted – they wanted Matthew Stafford, and they offered for him two second-round picks and two third-round picks. Obviously, that wasn't enough. But now what do you expect from Goff with Detroit this season? Well, I mean – this might hurt his career a little bit. I mean, he wasn't already, like, you know, going to be an amazing quarterback right off the bat. Um, he was in the winning culture, as we said. He had a defense. You know, he had a whole team around him. He had weapons. He just had to play and do well. And uh, in Detroit, this is going to be a little tricky. But maybe with those picks that the uh, Detroit Lions acquired from the Rams, uh, they can get him something to help him out a little bit and maybe even help their defense out. Yeah, we'll get into our mock drafts. You know, closer to the draft in a month. But that seventh overall pick for the Lions, you might want to draft a guy like Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, some of those premier wide receivers, some of the best in this year's class. So we'll see. Jared Goff was great, 42-20 and 20 as a career record with Sean McVay as his coach. We'll see if Stafford can do something similar and get the Rams back to the Super Bowl. A big quarterback controversy this year. This offseason, what it's all about is Deshaun Watson, 25-year-old Deshaun Watson. They're asking a lot the Texans. They want two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and two young stars. Coach, that's I'm going to ask you since you're a 49ers fan. 49ers, they have been adamant that they do want a quarterback not named Jimmy Garoppolo to start the season. Would you trade right now, right here, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and Nick Bosa for Deshaun Watson? Absolutely not. And I'm just going to say this. The 49ers went to the Super Bowl two years ago, and they did it with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, I mean, that proves that the 49ers, you know, they have the defense. Um, Obviously, this year was a lost case with all the injuries and all that, and it was really unfortunate to see. But this 49ers team is still put together. Yeah, they lost some key pieces in defense. But, I mean, honestly, they should just wait it out and see what's going to happen. Maybe explore some trade options for Jimmy, or maybe even give Jimmy another chance. So I don't think the 49ers should really push unless an Aaron Rodgers becomes available, but we'll get we'll get to that. It's tough for the for the Texans to be asking that much. Just two, They want two young defensive stars. And if you look at that, just say whatever 49ers, we're talking about the 49ers now. If they want Nick Bosa and Fred Warner, those are two great defensive players for the Niners. And just say the Niners go through with that trade. Yeah, they get an offense with Deshaun Watson, but now that defense is really lacking and they don't have those playmakers to get those sacks, get those tackles. It just puts those teams in a tough situation to give up two young stars. So now I'm going to ask you, who do you think is going to be willing to give up two first round picks, two second round picks and two young defensive stars for Deshaun Watson? Well, like we said, teams that need to win now. I mean, we've seen the Jets. Um, the Jets need a quarterback. They just need to win now. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But they do need to win now. And a team like Miami, like we said before, um, just trading up Tua and someone else. And they have those picks. So, I mean, I think that they're willing to take a chance just to for sure tell them, tell their fan base and their organization that they're in win now mode. What about the Bears now? They're an interesting situation. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, I've seen some stuff on Twitter that he liked some Weatherman stuff from Chicago. I don't know, it's some, it's some weird stuff, but. You know, he might want to play for Chicago. Now, if you're the Bears, pretend you're the GM of the Bears right now today, and the Texans want two first-round picks, two second-round picks, Kyle Fuller and Khalil Mack, do you do it? 
if you're no. if you're the Bears GM. No, absolutely not. Um, again, this goes back to kind of like what I said about the 49ers a couple uh, when they made the Super Bowl, uh, last Super Bowl. Um, it's it's just like the Bears have you know the potential to have the defense they had that one year with the double doink. It was such a tremendous defense, and even the offense performed to a certain standard with Mitchell Trubisky. So I think maybe you know it's tough because you know defense is such a key thing. Defense wins championships, like they all say. It's tough to give up two you know star players on your defense for a quarterback. Yeah, I mean Deshaun is great. Deshaun is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but I think it's just a little too much. And I think that his uh, his trade package caters to teams like the Jets and the Dolphins. One hundred percent. But like you look at Deshaun Watson last year and. To say that the Texans, they do want those two young stars. To say a team gives in. You look at Deshaun Watson with the Texans. You know, he had playmakers around him. But that defense was so bad. And they did not perform because that defense was atrocious, giving up 400, 500 yards in the air on the ground. I look, that's the same reason, you know, I think the Texans won a lot. And some of these teams are going to give in like, you know, the Rams did. The teams feel like they're just one piece away. And that quarterback position is why they're not – you know, at an elite level. And a team like the 49ers, thinking that Jimmy Garoppolo is the only reason holding them back, or a team like, you know, Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears, they're thinking that's the only reason why their team is not in the Super Bowl every year. Look for teams, you know, to get creative and try to get Deshaun Watson. But let's talk about the Texans as a whole now. You know, last week they hired Ravens assistant coach and receivers coach David Culley. And, you know, his history as a coach is uh, not the greatest. You know, his past couple of seasons in the NFL in 2014, 2013 and 2016, he was the assistant coach and wide receivers coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you remember in 2014, the Chiefs didn't have a receiver catch a touchdown pass the entire season. Not say anything, but they were the 32nd ranked receiving core in the NFL. Then he became the quarterback coach of the Buffalo Bills in 2017, 2018. I believe that was Josh Allen's first year in the NFL. Josh Allen wasn't anything special in his first year. Then he goes over to Baltimore, 2019 to 2020. And the Baltimore receiving core the past season was 32nd in the NFL. Now he goes to the Houston Texans. Do you think he will be successful with the Houston Texans? I don't think so at all. And I think that Houston, it was just, um, it was just something they had to do. I don't think a lot of people wanted this job. And... You know, I guess they did want someone offensively minded, but then again, their defense is atrocious. So it's 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 kind of crazy to say that you know the Texans found a guy like him. Um, I mean, nah, this won't work out. To me, I don't know. To you, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Why would you hire David Culley? You have plenty of other candidates: Eric Bieniemy, Brian Dable, even Josh McDaniels you know, winding coaching positions. What I think it comes down to is what you mentioned is nobody wanted this position. I think this guy, David Culley, you know, he said, I'll still be the head coach of the Texans no matter the cost. And I think that's why they really, you know, hired David Culley because I don't think any of the other coaches being top of the franchise with the Bills, the Chiefs, you know, Patriots were productive and successful the past couple of seasons, not last season, but these guys are used to winning and they're going to go to a Texans organization. They, Texans organization that's going to take a couple of years, you know, to get good and be solid again. So I think the reason why they hired David Culley was because nobody wanted to, and he was the last man standing. Yep. 
So, you know, as this uh, episode is called the quarterback carousel, I'm going to give you a list of seven quarterbacks. You're going to tell me if they're going to be leaving their team or if they're going to be staying. And if you pick their leaving, where do you have them going to? First one, Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you think he stays with the 49ers or do you think he has traded elsewhere? Uh, if Aaron Rodgers has become available, but uh, Matt LaFleur said he's not, uh, Jimmy's going to stay. Jimmy's going to say, I have Jimmy being traded to the New England Patriots this offseason. We'll see. Quite possible. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, you know, Vikings, they haven't been happy with Kirk Cousins' production. They paid him a lot of money. Kirk Cousins, stay or leave? Uh, they paid him too much money, so he's going to stay. He's going to stay. Recent reports have it that he might be interested and they might be interested in bringing him to San Francisco. How would you feel about that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> you do not like the idea of Kirk Cousins going to San Fran, but I'm going to also agree with you. I think Kirk Cousins does stay. Aaron Rodgers, you know, MVP uh, this year. What do you think? Stay or leave? It's tough. Uh, Matt LaFleur said yesterday that he is going to stay, but who knows if that's what Rodgers said or that's what LaFleur is saying, as the organization probably told him to say. Um, I'm going to say stay. I'm going to say, say, too, supposedly the Rams, their number one priority is offseason for the Stafford trade was to acquire Aaron Rodgers. They called the Packers about Aaron Rodgers. They offered them a trade, and supposedly the Packers did not like the offer, so I think that's why they went to Matthew Stafford. I believe Aaron Rodgers does stay. Matt Ryan, Falcons, they haven't been good since they went to the Super Bowl. Where do you think Matt Ryan goes, or does he stay with the Falcons? Uh, I don't think he stays. I think Atlanta's trying to go in a different direction now. Uh, even maybe from Julio too. Um, I don't know, but I could see maybe in Indianapolis being a you know a team that he goes to. That's a that's a solid prediction, Matt Ryan to the Colts. I'm gonna say that he does stay, and I'm gonna say that you know they're gonna draft a quarterback though in the first round with that fourth overall pick. They'll draft a quarterback, and he's the new quarterback. I'm guessing it's gonna be Zach Wilson. But he'll be the new franchise quarterback. Matt Ryan, he's getting down there and is getting up there in age. Next one. Tua Tungavailoa, stay or leave? Uh, depends if the Dolphins really want to give all that up for Deshaun and uh, just give up on Tua like that. Uh, I'm going to say stay, though. I don't, think he, I don't think Deshaun goes to Miami. I'm going to think stay, too. I believe that uh, the Texans actually price is too much now and that Dolphins defense is pretty good. And I don't think the Dolphins will want to give up two young stars as well as the number three overall pick just to get a guy like Deshaun Watson who, you know, don't forget, he's getting paid $40 million a season. Next one, Carson Wentz, stay or leave? Interesting one. I saw something uh, earlier. I mean, uh, it's tough, but, you know, ever since the Matthew Stafford trade, I could see a trade for Carson Wentz going, happening, and if he does get traded, I'm going to say Indianapolis. Yes, you got Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz going to Indianapolis. Yeah, one of the other is going to go. One of the other. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with you here. I think Carson Wentz leaves. I think the Eagles go on and start Jalen Hurst this year, and they will trade Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts, and that should be an interesting fit for Carson Wentz there. Two more here. Derek Carr, stay or leave? Uh, I think stay. I think, honestly, he's proved a lot this season, uh, not just John Gruden, but to the whole Raiders organization that – you know, he's still uh, he, he's still pretty good, and uh, I'm going to say he's going to stay. Yeah, I'm going to say stay, too. I think that they need to help their defense. Derek Carr was you know, solid this year, and I think he'll stay with the Las Vegas Raiders. Last one here. Uh, actually, two more. Teddy Bridgewater, stay or leave? 
it depends on the Deshaun trade. Something could happen that you know Deshaun could end up in Carolina, but uh, I, that's very unlikely to happen. So I'm going to say that Teddy Bridgewater does stay. I'm going to stay leave, and hear me out because recent reports came out that the Matthew Stafford was supposedly set to go to Carolina to play the Panthers. The Panthers filed for a physical for Matthew Stafford, and the deal was almost complete. But then the Rams swooped in and they acquired him. I think the Panthers, they want a quarterback. And I look for for Teddy Bridgewater to leave this team and go to a team like Chicago. I think he will be the Chicago quarterback next year. If the Panthers do not get a quarterback, uh, if if the Panthers do not, you know, acquire a quarterback through trade, I think they will draft Trey Lance with that eighth overall pick in the 2021 NFL draft. And last one here, Sam Darnold, stay or leave. Um, I mean, if that's all New York's got, then I guess he's going to stay. But if the Deshaun trade does go through, Sam's gone for sure. It's funny because, you know, I named a lot of teams here or a lot of quarterbacks here who could possibly be gone because of a Deshaun Watson trade. So a lot of that, you know, depends on what the Texans choose to do with Deshaun Watson. But I believe that Sam Darnold is going to be out of New York and he'll find a home elsewhere. Before we end the segment, you know, it is Super Bowl week. And let's get down to it. Super Bowl 55, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Let's start now with some with some betting stuff, some silly stuff. So the over-under for this game is 56.5 points. That's the second highest opening over-under in Super Bowl history. Do you think the score will be over or under 56.5 points total? Uh, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's hard because 56.5, that's that's high. It really is high. But you look at these offenses, a lot of talent. Mike Gavin's on one side. You know, Antonio Brown, if he plays. Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill. And I didn't even mention the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. It's going to be a high-scoring affair, and I would bet the over on 56.5. Now, in, in sillier ones, you know, I saw these ones. If you guys want to get creative, I saw the national anthem over or under a minute and 59 seconds. There's two singers this year. So what do you think about that? Would you bet over a minute 55 or under a minute 55? Uh, they always do something special. So, you know, they always hold their uh, yeah. you know, those notes long. So I'm, I'm going to say uh, over. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to go under here. I think uh, two minutes is uh, it's a lot for the national anthem. So I'm going to go a little bit under. And the last one, you know, just to get silly, the weekend, the halftime performance. What do you think? How many outfit changes will the weekend have in the Super Bowl? Over 0.5 or under 0.5 changes of his outfit? Uh, over 0.5 for sure. Yeah. Um, he spent $7 million on his performance. So I believe he's going to get creative and he's going to change his outfits quite a bit. Now, just we'll talk about the halftime show. What do you think is going to be the first song played by the weekend? Uh... Probably Blinding Lights. Do you think Blinding Lights, the popular among the betters, but I'm going to go with Pray For Me with Kendrick Lamar. And, you know, you saw that that song in uh, Black Panther. I think that's a good good memorance of uh, Chadwick Boseman. So I think I'm going to go with that one. But now let's get into the Super Bowl just a little bit. You got Mahomes on one side, Brady on the other side. Who do you got in this matchup winning Super Bowl 55? Will Brady win his seventh title? And every day I've been since the last podcast thinking about it, and uh, I don't want to bet against Brady, but 
but I also don't want to bet against Mahomes. Um, I want Brady to win it at home. I want him to win a seventh, but I also do like Mahomes a lot. I'm going to go with my final answer being Tom Brady and the Buccaneers winning this. Wow, Tom Brady and the Bucs winning his seventh. Don't put it past Tom. I'm going to go here Patrick Mahomes. I think that offense is just electric, and I don't see the Buccaneers stopping Hill and Travis Kelsey. It's, it's going to be tough, but, you know, I'm actually rooting for Tom Brady. Just It's a story, man. If he can win his seventh ring, especially against Mahomes and this Chiefs team, it's it's going to be a story for years. And I'm I'm going to go to the Mahomes and the Chiefs here. I think they win by double digits, though. I think they win by 10 points. Really? What do you, yeah, no, I, think, I, don't, I, don't I don't think it's going to be that so. close. I, don't, I think it's going to be close, but I just think this Mahomes and Chiefs offense is too good. And the Buccaneers, even how great they've been, I don't see them stopping this team at all. I see I see one of those things happening where the Chiefs go out to a big lead and then I see Tom coming back and then I see a last minute stop on defense stopping the Chiefs and the or the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. What a story would be if Tom Brady actually wins this against that Chiefs team that's that's so unstoppable. I'm rooting for Tom. I know you have Tom winning and you probably want to see Tom win. We'll see if Tom can win his seventh ring this weekend. We'll see. So this will end our 35th episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at flyingandsports underscore podcast, especially for details on our next episode. Check back next week where we continue to talk about the sports world. We're flying in sports and we'll catch you on the next flight.